episode 350, A Night at the Data Centre. Hello and welcome and thank you for joining me. Hope you're doing alright, um, hope you're well, um, hope you've not got the uh, got the COVID, I hope we're all following the rules and uh, wearing masks when we should and uh, all the rest of it. There's vaccines coming, you know. Um, yeah, I mean, if you, <laughs> unfortunately, some uh, I think some countries seem to politicise these things, and they're boasting about the rollout and who's going to get the vaccine, you know. But anyhow, um, it's a step in the right direction. So you know, maybe a year from now, we'll stop talking about COVID and people won't be dying from it and people won't be getting sick from COVID, which is uh, which is what we all want, isn't it? You know. So anyhow, um, <laughs> I spent some time in a data centre. <laughs> I don't think it's as good as a night at the museum, um, to be fair. <laughs> but it did get me thinking anyway. So uh, so yeah, so I was tasked with a, a, a job um, to replace some memory in some systems uh, for servers in a data centre. And, you know, it's, it's fairly innocuous enough. Um, if, you, if you've ever took your PC apart... You know, and you maybe swap memory, or even a laptop. You know, it's not a big deal, really. You know, but anyway, I was—I um, don't know if I volunteered for this job, but um, it was like nine o'clock in the evening, and there was four systems. They wanted to shut everything down beforehand, databases and all sorts of other stuff. And you know, when they were shut down, you can you know pull them out, change the memory. So it was interesting anyway. So yeah, so um, it's all nine o'clock in the evening, you know. I thought, geez, I'll be all right. We finished by half, half ten, eleven o'clock, you know. And then as I got close to the date, I went, oh, they want midnight now. What, you want to start midnight? <laughs> I would go down to 11 p.m., you know. But um, so that I didn't realize when it started that there was a limit on the maintenance window. Now, it sort of didn't really matter um, in some ways because it wasn't a, a huge job. Uh, basically it was a rack um, which you know if you're not familiar with <laughs> tech and IT whatever it's basically like a tall wardrobe <laughs> filled with servers and storage and all sorts of stuff you know and on the front it's all nice flashing lights you know but on the back a lot of times it's not so nice there's just like cables everywhere and the network cables and sand cables there's just cables everywhere you know and there's always a danger that you're working on one system and you accidentally pull a cable on another system and Home, you know so they wanted to they, so they shut everything down um just just to be sure to be sure <laughs> and then uh, essentially it was a case of labeling up the cables on the back of each system so do the first system you know um label up the cables there was four network cables and a console a remote thing where you can connect in and two power cables right when they were ready shut them down pull those cables out and then from the front of the, the rack uh, the wardrobe <laughs> you just slide out the machine, you know? It's on these rails. So it slides out, and then there's a little flimsy metal cover. You just turn a little lever and pull it up, and it pops off, you know? And the memory was just these, I call them sticks, uh, memory sticks. They're like, um, they fit anyway into these slots in the machine. Um, I don't want to make this too, too techy, because that's awfully boring when it is. <laughs> But there was basically three sticks in there. There was actually three 4 gigs, which 12, 12 gig. Um, I pulled them out and I put two 16 gigs, 32 gig in. So I put them in and shoved it back in. Cabled it back in, boom, you know, and off it went. So there was four of these systems and uh, 
like I said, the risk is you're going to accidentally pull out another cable, you know, of another system. And uh, I'm glad to say that didn't happen. It all went pretty well. Um, I think the biggest um, problem I had was finding the power button. <laughs> it should be easy, shouldn't it? Where's the Where's the power button? It's the big button that you press. But I'd found the button on the front of the, the server. But if you just tap it, it does nothing. It needs a long press. It needs like two or three seconds. Then it lights up, you know. I mean, it's... I mean, it's behind a cover, you know, you, you set this front cover off and then you've got the button. I mean, no one's actually going to, accidentally going to press it out of you. you know, why make it a long press? But anyway, long press, fine. So the systems came up great. I mean, they were fine, you know, but um, the big the, the big problem then, and the, so it was there 11 p.m., you know, um, it's not a bad time at night, 11 p.m. I think 11 p.m. is okay. Um I'd normally be thinking about bed between midnight and 1, midnight and 2 a.m. or something. I'd be thinking, I want to go to bed soon, you know. But 11 p.m., I'm still quite wide awake. Uh, I've been up since 7, you know, whatever, 7.30. Yeah, that's fine, you know. Um, so it doesn't wasn't too bad. So it took, you know, the memory swap was quick. Labeling the cables was slower. And then waiting for them to be happy there was with the server, you know, was even slower again, like, you know. So the four systems took about 90 minutes uh, with all this additional time, you know, of people going, is it up? Oh, is it up? Oh, it's up. Now. Is it not up? Now? Is it up? Oh, yes, it is up. <laughs> but anyway, 90 minutes. So it would have been about half past midnight, which was great. We'd done fantastic, but you can't leave the data center, unfortunately, until they say you can, which is fair enough because they might find something else. You know, they start bringing every other system up, the databases and stuff, and... Uh, and they brought loads of stuff up, and things didn't start. Uh, the database listeners wouldn't start. There was problems there, you know. Oh, there was all sorts of problems. So we're standing waiting and going, is the sun okay? Did you check the cable? They go, oh, the cables are fine. <laughs> the lights are fine. The cables are fine, you know. Um, but it ended up from been there at 11 uh, to been there till, well, I left. I left around 2.30 a.m., um, but I didn't come home to go to sleep. I came home to log on to check check stuff out you know and help out um and it was it was finally fixed just before 4 a.m um so that was good um for a few reasons actually um no one likes to be up past 4 a.m <laughs> that's the first one unless you're in a nightclub maybe but uh, <laughs> uh but uh the i'm not won't mention the bank involved um because it's um confidentiality both um the way they work in lots of countries not just ireland that you know the banks are given a they get an approved maintenance window when they can take some of their systems offline and uh the bank the central bank of that country has to approve that you know and if they if they take longer offline they get fined they get financially penalized you know it's a big deal like you know um, and as I, as I found out on this particular occasion, <laughs> 20 minutes, 20 minutes from being financially penalized, you know, and uh, I never, I never found out what the, um, what the financial penalty was, but I'd say it was quite large, you know, and I, I mean, it comes back to, I mean, to be fair, it comes back to the consumer and, you know, I mean, four o'clock in the morning, they're not worried about business users really, but you know, consumers have a certain expectation and the right, I, I think, you know, uh, to have access to, to the banking system, you know. It's quite strange because I remember when I used to be waiting for money in my account, whether it's coming from America or my employer or whatever, I'd always check it. And if I woke up during the night, I might, you know, today I was expecting it, I'd check it, you know, 4 a.m. Cax the system. <laughs> Had to wait till like 7 or 8 a.m. Oh, the money's there, yes. 
that's uh that's how I manage my finances. But uh, so yeah, so um, that that was uh, my experience. Um, it wasn't exactly a night at the museum, um, and ironically, it was quite warm. I'd got a, a jumper and a, a hoodie. Uh, I've been in data centers that are really cold, like they're drafty, they're noisy. This was noisy, drafty, you know. But it was boiling. Now we were. I mean, obviously, the if you well, it's, maybe it's hard. To, if you're not in the industry, it's hard to explain. But basically, the front of a server is the cold aisle, so the cold air goes into the front of the server, and the hot air comes out the back, which is the hot aisle, if you like. And the problem was when you're looking at the cables, they're all at the back of the server which is the hot aisle. So, yeah, you're basically getting blasted by hot air. <laughs> and there's me, I would be cardigan and now stripping off. I mean, if I'd been on my own, I probably would have took my top off, but um, I wasn't, so I didn't. <laughs> but the heat. And the first thing when I got home, and oh, man, it was like, I don't know what the time was driving home, 2, 2.30, 3 a.m. or something. And coming out of the data center, and data centers, they're really hard because they've, these massive electric gates and getting in and out is a faff, you know? And I'd just driven out and I'm like, okay, here we go. And it was dark, it was raining, visibility wasn't great. And I'm going along this road, not thinking about speed bumps. <laughs> and I wasn't going like amazing fast, but I was going too fast for a speed bump. And it's that weird, I don't, well, I hope you've never had this. I hope I mean, anybody listening has never had this, but you know when you hit something and you take off, right, in a car, it's it, it, to me it, it lasts forever it's like a long period of time where you're in the air i know your mind's probably racing as it happens so there's a bang as the two wheels hit <clears throat> the speed bump and as i took off as as all my wheels of my two and a half ton bmw executive saloon took off it seemed to be a long time but that's because my mind was racing and racing and racing it was probably only like less than a second or two I knew what was coming. Two and a half tons, plus me, hitting the ground. <laughs> with some really rock-hard suspension. Um, I have the sport suspension on the BMW, and it is just, oh, man, it's so hard at the best of times. And it came. It came. The, uh, <laughs> what would you call it? Um, the rediscovery of the earth. The uh, putting the four wheels back on the ground again. I don't know what you want to call it. Uh, crashing down. Um, and I was expecting something to go wrong. There's the first few seconds after I landed, I was expecting like the steering to be gone, a warning to come up, hydraulic fluids gone, I don't know, brakes not to work, uh, weird noise from the engine on the back of the car. There was a weird noise from the back of the car, actually. And I've got something in my boots. Not sure what it is, but it was really loud when it landed. <laughs> so, and that was just tiredness. It was dark. It was somewhere I wasn't familiar with, really. You know, not certainly not at night. It was raining. And the, the speed bumps were invisible. I don't know what you call them around the world. Sleeping policemen. They're like little humps they put in to slow you down, yeah. But the signs were invisible. There were signs, and like you couldn't even see the sign until you was on the speed bump, you know. So I'm going, oh, can you imagine this? Having such a crap night in a data center. You know, hours waiting for someone else's problem to be fixed. And then driving out and smashing the car up. That would have been lovely, no. No, 